Welcome to Group Dates and Hot Takes. I'm Sampy. I'm Christy. Let's talk about The Bachelor. Hello, everyone. We are back for the first episode of season 27 of The Bachelor. Zach Shell Cross's season and... I always hate first episodes, so I'll try not to complain too much, but I'm just warning you now, Christy, the complaining is coming. Well, you were very angry as you watched, so I expect that. Now, you can measure my frustration with an episode by the amount of screaming that comes from me as my soul cries out in pain and agony. Yeah, Sampy doesn't like the cringe. I, however, find it hilarious. I have very limited patience for the the cringe. But before we get into the cringe, it's been quite a while since we have talked Bachelor Nation. So, what 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 is going on out there? Is there anything? Uh, have we had any more blackface scandals? People killing minorities. I mean, I I never know what to expect at this point, but... Well, Greer, I guess, had something about defending blackface in the past that she has just dropped an apology for on her notes app. Uh, Well, I wasn't even talking about this season. We haven't even talked about the people involved in this season. I was was saying since we last were in Bachelor Nation. I don't there's been any of those scandals during the break what about just generic drama i mean people need to know if there have been um, any updates well nick file got engaged that was big news mm. um chris harrison has his new podcast how's that going for him i mean i think he reached like number one podcast the first week he released what about the second week i i didn't check the exact ranking i know people said it did drop some so it, not, to not me, totally he, it gave a whole lot of nothing. He didn't really, he never mentioned Rachel's name at all. He's kind of skirting around, calling it the interview, hmm. which is super lame. But Yeah, I don't know what exactly the draw would be if if he's not going to be sharing all of the dirt. Well, see, that's the thing. That's what I've always thought. Like, unless you're, like, spilling all the tea, like, what's the point? Basically, the podcast is for his fans. I mean, he basically said it during the episodes, but... Hmm. I don't know what to tell you there, because it is is a little strange to me that anybody would care if he isn't actively talking about... Because he was involved for decades, Decades upon yeah. decades, so... I mean, he even said he knows he has dirt. I mean, there's people who are probably nervous he has this podcast now, I guess but the question is, how strong are the NDAs? I think they're pretty strong. How aggressive are the lawyers? <laughs> we, I guess we'll we'll see if anything comes from that exactly. I think as well, I, I, I just have to come to terms that most people watch this show from a different lens than I do. It's like I don't particularly care about Chris Harrison, Jesse. Like I'm here for the the drama and the craziness and discussing all of it with you and you know all all these fun things versus I I don't understand when people get hyper attached to the host the host or even people involved bar a very few number of of people involved with the show i mean you do have people who have more universal appeal like say rodney for example we all we all love rodney but i don't know if if no not garbage grocery store joe i mean he he is on one of the official podcasts so i guess he he does have some of that draw and some of that appeal but for the most part how attractive are these people on average like not beautiful because obviously they're all smoking hot 
that's why they're on the show, but attractive in terms of just people caring enough about them specifically to follow them wherever they go. Oh, I think there's a real obsession. Even if you just visit the comment sections of anything these people post, like it's it's pretty it's pretty insane. Bachelor Nation is like very involved. Mm, I guess I'm just the the odd little duck, the odd man out, the weird one here in Bachelor Nation. But I'll try not to take it too personally here as we move forward. Uh, any other mid-season drama we should be aware of? I don't think so. I think those were the main things. All right. Well, if that is truly the case, let's talk about episode one of Zach's season and just get this out of the way. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we started with Sean Lowe. Well, we did start with Sean Lowe, but we also started with the just absolute hyperbole the voiceover all that stuff before <laughs> which i think i skipped that <laughs> look we're we're like six minutes in here and i'm already complaining i just i i hate that stuff it's so it's the same hyperbolic. thing every season it's it's so hyperbolic it's always the same uh who, whoever it was that was calling him zach the snack the snack needs to stop that <laughs> right now because that's just super weird to me uh, yeah, it's just, it's too much excitement. It is so far past any realm of normal human behavior that talking, it makes me feel so weird. Are you talking about when they were like, quote unquote, watching him being announced as the bachelor? Well, that, that, that as seemed, well. That seemed fake to me. Uh, oh, it was absolutely 100% fake. But thing, things like that, it's like this, this person as great as I'm sure Zach is, like he seems to be a, a fine, upstanding individual. We haven't heard about any murders or anything as of yet. It's still, the the amount of oh man, he's just the best man ever, and I would not hesitate to marry him and have his children. It's like you. <laughs> know nothing about this man what is happening so they do this every time there's a bachelor if you were to go all the way back to sean lowe's premiere it would be the same script the same phrases uttered it's it's not after a while it becomes not believable but it's the same thing every season Uh, well (laughs) you say after a while it becomes not believable especially as we then as time progresses, find out more and more about the people in particular, be like, oh, so that person was like a a legit stalker. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> that's that's uncomfortable. Yeah, that, that didn't age well. Uh, and and a lot of it doesn't. So will will Zach age well? Uh, only time can time will tell, but you're right. Let's go back to Sean Lowe, the crusty. I mean, how many was it like a decade ago now that he's been on the show? Uh, something like that or close to that. Which I will note, they're really trying to convince us that ABC's The Bachelor is relevant and produces results and we should believe in it. Yeah, so we bring the one guy who has married the final girl that he chose <laughs> out of 27 is that seasons. Liter- is that literally true, the only one? Yes. So there are two other bachelors who got married to their number two. But Sean is still the only one. Uh, that Great success rate, bachelor. I just, I know that this is all a money game and everything, but I personally, if I was in charge of the show... I would feel a little bit embarrassed about that. That you're yeah. Not... Well, they don't they don't bring that stat up ever. <laughs> oh, of course so not. it doesn't. If you're if you're the audience and you're not thinking about it, you're just tuning in for the drama and the promise of this will last. Yeah, exactly. So uh, the big takeaway for me here was 
just really trying to continue hyping Zach up as like the wholesome. I mean, he's like Clayton 2.0. Hopefully Clayton 1.5 less fantasy sweet falling in love with everyone. <laughs> but just as he's modeling himself after his parents with their 30 plus year marriage and and all of that stuff that that is the zach they want us to know yes he gets the stamp of approval from sean is is that the real zach i don't know i mean sean claims he's the real deal so what does sean know that's (laughs) he spent one day with him which, by the way, this that stuff he did with Zach was filmed, I think, the day after they sh- had the live um, okay. the, finale. Okay, the whole uh, America's First Impression Rose and all that. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. It feels like forever ago that that happened. Mm-hmm. We also, again, these freaking workout montages in these reality shows. I mean... They have to show how physically fit people are. Yeah, I did want to bring that up because you think we'll ever have a different body type at all? Either either for the men or the women. I mean, there's a campaign on Instagram. I think it's called Roses for Everybody. So they're trying to like get that sort of thing going, but... The Bachelor never strays from what we see every season. Outside of like a few random examples. Has there ever been a man on the show who did not have a 40 pack? I, I would say yes. That's an exaggeration. But like. It's, what about anybody with a dad bod? Um, I, there, I don't know what it was like in the very early seasons. Okay. So I've I've been watching since like 20, 2008, 9, something like that. But it was it's been on since two thousand two. Okay, yeah, it just seems like it's it's a very cookie cutter thing. And obviously, all these people are individuals with their own individual hopes and dreams and problems and aspirations. It's just funny to me where you see this procession one by one out of the limo it's just like well 99 percent of these people have the exact same body type it's like every single one of these people is like within two and a half pounds of each other (laughs) well i think that's kind of why the bachelor is starting to seem dated because all these other reality shows are popping up like love is blind where there's a a lot more body diversity And it looks more like actual America. Right. Like, I, you know, I'm sitting here doing this podcast. I sit there watching the show. And, you know, I'm wearing sweatpants because my belly is kind of over <laughs> over my pants. Where Where's, where like, where are those guys? Those yeah, guys, they're, need, they're not on The Bachelor. They need love, too. They're, they're on other shows. <laughs> They're on Love is Blind, Married at First Sight, uh, other Netflix shows. Yeah, it's, that, it's just funny to me. The The whole workout montage of of that just triggered that, that thought process for me. Uh, which leads us to, as you mentioned, the 100% fake, just awfully cringe, super annoying fake announcement of zach as the bachelor yeah i don't think anyone was actually that excited in real time so it just seemed inauthentic to me here's a question for you how many people do you think actually and i'm not asking for a specific number i'm just asking for a ballpark of how many people you think are legitimately excited for a specific bachelor because you hear that all the time oh my goodness i wouldn't be here if it if you weren't the bachelor oh my goodness i heard you were going to be the bachelor and i was super excited or, i don't think oh that's my goodness. true anymore i think it, <laughs> i think it used to be true back in the day 
before like you could make money on social media but now i don't i don't buy that yeah i just i have a very hard time believing that as well which is why i wanted to ask you the question we also just had a bunch of the typical intro packages which mean nothing to us because there are 30 women and we're never going to remember yeah i don't 99 of this yeah we don't need to go over those we'll get well, introduced the, there are only two things that I want to mention from that. The first is that I just thought Greer was kind of weird. The whole, oh, I'm going to pop open some champagne. Let me shake it first. How many people still, like, I don't even drink champagne. And I know that it's like, you don't do that. Yeah, it's like opening soda. <laughs> exactly. So that was that was the one thing. And then she, she also listed like this whole thing of i guess her sort of her aspirations and dreams or stuff about her uh, in the third person which was also a little strange to me um and then the last thing before we move on is my first impression is that brooklyn isn't going to make it very far she's the rodeo lady yeah and she just has too much going on with those horses there's no way that that <laughs> lifestyle gets integrated with the lifestyle of of a bachelor in my personal private opinion which is now public yeah i don't remember where she lives but that might be hard to uproot yeah she spends all of her time with her horses so no shelly continue on to the limos yes yeah, zach arrives Jesse gives him a breath check, which was a little weird, but okay. (laughs) Don't like that. So a lot of these limo entrances gave us nothing. Yeah, it was pretty yawn. Jessica just like, oh, I'm so excited to chat with you. Like, no way, Jessica. (laughs) Congratulations. Um, Ariel said she missed her flight. I didn't have much for charity besides I liked her dress. Davia popped open champagne and spilled it. I almost thought it got on his suit, but I think it was like a little off to the side. It was close. (laughs) And then we had Gabby from Mm -hmm. Vermont. Yes, which I took this very personally as a, a native Vermonter. The fact that he like took a tiny little sip Barely got any, and was like, well, "How do you like that? How do you have that reaction to maple syrup?" He said it was mapley. <laughs> <laughs> maple syrup is liquid gold, for goodness sake. But I just feel like it's weird. This isn't the first time we've seen this on this show to just drink syrup. I only ever put syrup on things, right? And I'm not. I'm not advising people to go out and drink the liquid sugar that is maple syrup i'm just saying it's not like she gave him like a chocolate covered cricket or something like (laughs) i didn't understand where that reaction came from at all but i was personally offended well what if they aired these limo entrances out of order and like he had just tasted Greer's lukewarm coffee. <laughs> I mean, it's possible. I just, yeah, I, I wasn't a big fan of most of these gimmicks this season, personally. Yeah, the little entrances didn't didn't wow me. A little underwhelming. Where where is our decapitated head with the lettuce, huh? <laughs> Like, I thought Victoria's, like, super awkward, long four-kiss thing, mm. that didn't that didn't work for me. <laughs> and we had the all of the girls he had met before from the live show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Including Bailey, who he decided to kiss on the spot. Mm-hmm. I think that was because he still felt guilty for the absolute butchery of her name. <laughs> When he was announced as Bachelor. Well, I guess he made up for it. <laughs> so I I know there's a lot of nervousness there, but how do you mess that one up in particular? I think he was just 
nerves live tv i saw some interview with him where he said he thought he just screwed everything up by his performance that <laughs> night like i've just ruined everything it was just it was just so funny to me because it, it was just about the simplest you could go in terms of putting that together but no oh well what did you think of katie's i can confirm everything is bigger in texas joke Eh, not a huge fan. I also hate the spelling of her name. So <laughs> that's a negative point in my view as well. Look, we all know by now that I am very petty. <laughs> no, look, he she went for it. He seemed to appreciate it, I guess. Uh, I'm not going to... Maybe, maybe could have been perfectly innocent. <laughs> Christy doesn't believe that. So I did uh I did get the very distinct impression uh sort of segueing from the limo entrances because the last person to arrive was uh is it Brianna? Is that how you say her name? Yeah. Okay. Uh I feel like they did the whole America's first impression rose to give everyone a very specific target to hate. The, you know, the woman who is safe on perhaps the most vulnerable night of them all, the first night as you're scrambling amongst thousands of others trying to get that little glimpse those couple words exchanged that will make enough of an impression for him not to send you home and here she strolls in looking fine with the america's first impression and uh uh-oh i just don't know how well that's going to go for her as in terms of the relationships with with everybody else i don't it didn't seem like anyone like targeted her or gave her grief for that because she also didn't like take advantage of the situation like keep interrupting him like a million times either yeah i just thought i caught a couple kind of side comments but i don't know me i'm i could just be projecting here i thought the worst limo entrance by far was the girl who licked his neck (laughs) and said i liked it so that's mine i licked it is is yeah? Are you not familiar with this tradition of licking things to make them yours because you get your cooties on them and so nobody else wants it? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like a, a it's an elementary school sort of thing. I believe uh, it was a bit weird to just go ahead and lick some stranger's ear. Yeah, I I did not like that. I have a feeling she's maybe not going to make it super far. Oh, she got eliminated. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there you go. Another person who also got eliminated, Holland. She had the whole. I didn't want to bring. You had a date in the wrong. You're in the wrong Holland. Yeah, I feel like if you're gonna do a joke like that, you really have to deliver it well. And she kind of like sort of laughed at the end of it as she was saying it. Yeah, you got to go all guns blazing for that yeah. sort of thing. There are people, there have been contestants in the past who would have like really nailed that. Yeah, that was ugh, very sexual. <laughs> I guess Zach's not into that. <sighs> and then also one of my favorite ones was the girl who brought her pig, Mercedes. <laughs> I love that the pig. Such, that is such a mismatch between name and pig farmer. <laughs> oh, Mercedes. Well, just not even because of the car, but because that's it's, that's like a a French name, like oh really? That's like a you'd uh, run into a Mercedes, is like a some sort of French aristocrat, you know, the the wife of a viscount or something. Um, yeah. So here is my impression: too many women. How can you expect a normal person with a normal memory to even begin to make heads or tails of any of these people? 
and how what what purpose does it serve besides just ruining the emotional well-being of more people i mean this is the same number they always start with i think i i feel like it used didn't it used to be closer like 25 i think those were like earlier seasons uh, i just it makes no sense to me is there's like no chance and so it's just a complete toss-up like oh the first two episodes well i guess you better just hope you're lucky it's like it has very little to do with actual anything yeah you really gotta it's stand just, out it's just like throwing darts at a dartboard oh oh sure i'll bring that woman to the next one it's just a little a little strange to me how did you, uh, as we transition here, uh, how how did you feel about his his opening statement? You know, he's... I thought it was pretty good. He's just a man who loves family, football, and frozen pizza. <laughs> I mean, it's his speech seemed pretty relatable to me, not... I don't know. I, I liked it. I just... It's very interesting to me that frozen pizza makes his top three. <laughs> I mean... Christy has no words. I mean, you like cold pizza too. No, no, frozen pizza. Like... Like a Red Baron or a... Frozen, like, DiGiorno's or something like that. Oh, I mean, I could not see... cold pizza, but actually frozen pizza. I could see you eating it frozen as well. No, <laughs> this isn't about me. This is about <laughs> Zach. I'm saying it's like the store frozen pizza, not that he's eating it frozen or cold. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying <laughs> yes. now. Okay. You're here. You're making this all about me. This isn't about me. This is about Zach. Um, yeah, no, I, like, lots of people love frozen pizza. It's just, it's funny. It's like family, football, uh, third F. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> not faith. Not faith. Not even gen just generic food either. Cause food is, that's, cause this is very, uh, this is like your standard American, like Thanksgiving motto. It's like, oh yeah, I love Thanksgiving. It's family football food or like in whatever order but i guess he just ran out of uh ran out of things so i'd like to get your impression on this next segment because i kind of tune out a bit in these first episodes when you sort of go into this section where it's like oh we're having just these conversations before like it's effectively the cocktail party before the rose ceremony and i just kind of tune out a little bit because you, there's all these conversations it feels like none of it matters none of it's important so did i miss anything um the one that stood out to me just because it was funny was christina with Zach, she's the one who did the compatibility questionnaire oh, where was... every question she asked, they had different answers I know. for her. I, I did that note down. <laughs> I noted that down. They they answered the opposite on literally everything. And there were only two choices for every know, single thing. 50, it was 50-50. And they still managed to answer differently on everything. And then like they were on the party bus that she arrived in. Then all the girls crowded in. Mm -hmm. And everyone started yeah, dancing. Nobody, nobody's going to allow another lady to make out with him in seclusion without busting that up. They're no. Not gonna, they're not going to allow that to go on. The There was that super gross moment where he and I forget who this was, but they were putting meatballs in their mouths. How, how many can we stuff in? And that the, probably... I don't even want to say this, but the grossest part about that for me was that at the end where she was kind of cheating by partially chewing them and putting more in, and then she like kind of opened her mouth of it with her teeth, <laughs> and it was like meatball all over her yeah. teeth, like she had been feeding on some person's corpse or something. It was very gross. Yes, it was. I 
I don't know why that whole thing happened. <laughs> yeah. The, this whole section also made me feel that they just they did not throw up the name tags nearly enough this episode like they do it if somebody had an itm but we had so many instances where stuff was going on and it was even in a more quote-unquote intimate setting with just zach and the person and we get no name and it's like how how am i supposed to know who this yeah, is. Yeah, the only way I know is like after their little interaction, then that then the get, ITM yeah, comes. If they get an ITM after that, then you then you know. But if they don't, then good freaking luck to you. Yeah. There was the diaper changing yeah, scene where he actually seemed to know how to get it how to put put it on properly. I mean, it's not rocket science. Those disposables are very clear in the instructions. <laughs> so, what did you think about his conversation with Greer? Um, it seemed what she mentioned that she wants to move to Austin where he is. Totally coincidental, has nothing to do with wanting him to pick her, but her final destination is Austin, in case that affects things here well it seemed to work for her mm -hmm, considering mm -hmm, she gets yeah. the first impression rolls later which uh is a little troubling to me because my impression from this conversation uh was so she talked about how her parents are uh, you know got married at 25 and are still together her grandparents are still together. And my takeaway from that was, oh boy, I I really hope she does not make it to the end of this show because if she does, she she gonna ruin that marriage streak for her family. If she makes it to the end of this, because even if she ends up engaged, you really think they're gonna actually get married and then stay married? Well, as long as her and Zach don't get married, the, the streak is still intact. <laughs> right. I'm just saying this is, this is a very dangerous environment for, for, for her, for her, uh, generational, her generational marriage streak there. Uh, there may be a divorce in there if she makes it. <laughs> so I guess we should talk about Madison. Do we have to? I mean, at first, I didn't think she just seemed like normal, but then, like, she started acting weird. And so finally, she sits down with him, and we see her, like, bundling Zach up in, like, North Dakota winter attire. Yeah, can I, can I just interject here with, I was made very upset by all of this because... I actually wanted to like her initially because I like I like the the North Dakota accent and it's just enjoyable for me. And then she had to go and just do everything that she did. <laughs> it was just this is the cringe part that Sampy really hated. And after, like, their little interaction, she goes back to the other women, and she's like, yeah, our, our attraction was electric. But then she, it, <laughs> and then she sees, like, Zach with somebody else, and I'm he's touching her. right now. <laughs> and then she's like, why is, he, why is he touching her? He didn't do that to me. Yeah, so, she, she just got so incredibly hyped up and wound up from nothing but also like super possessive yeah of which, him which is especially weird considering that their first interaction didn't even go particularly well no it was pretty basic very, like very basic didn't didn't have any sort of chemistry like he seemed to actually be a bit actively uncomfortable with the whole situation because well i don't want to make too many assumptions about his mental space but it's just weird 
to be sitting there in presumably the California heat, right? Somewhere this was filmed in somewhere heat. late September. It's still hot. I'm very sure. I mean, yeah. You mentioned being hot, and you're having this this woman like taking control of you and and trying to make you even hotter and be possessive of you. It's just very strange. And so he he did not give off any oh. I think we have chemistry vibes. No. So then Madison goes and interrupts him because he's talking to somebody else. She kind of just stands there awkwardly. So then eventually we see her talking to him again. And then they are doing this weird hopping, skipping dance. Yeah, called, after after her interruption. Called. Trying to get back to him. The gritty. I had never heard of this dance before he, he looked so uncomfortable with that like tree was trying so hard to be a good sport and humor her but uh. it was so strange and then like she like f- basically forced him to kiss her like dragged his head down mm-hmm. zach is six four so she really had to like i was like a normal sized person kissing a giraffe <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, it, not to say that he's as tall as a giraffe. I'm just saying proportionally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, and then had the complete audacity to complain about the kiss. I know. She said it was subpar. <laughs> <laughs> Literally a peck. I just... Uh, that's so, so, so entitled. And then, like, that kind of sets her off, and then we see her crying a bunch... Which, and I, I guess at, the, at that time, I thought, oh, that's going to be, like, the end of it. This made me very uncomfortable. But no. So, like, after Greer gets the first impression, Rose, Madison is seen crying that she didn't get it. And then Jesse announces the cocktail party is over and is outside talking with Zach and Madison interrupts again. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> he, he wants or she wants to make sure that he zach wants her here on this journey <laughs> i'm i'm so i'm so sorry madison and everyone who is actually listening to this podcast but that was <laughs> very funny to me and very cathartic after having to sit through everything from her previously because obviously the answer is no i don't want you here and so he has to then tell her that yes he does it like the nicest way possible he's like thanks her for being here said his heart wasn't feeling it i don't see a future with us but even with being let down so nicely she is still like sobbing I can't believe I gave up my life for him. I I wanted to bring that up because what does that mean? Unless, like, you quit your whole job and moved for this show. That would be real bad. That that statement doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that that is supremely strange. And, like, all the stuff, like, oh, he doesn't even know what he's missing out on. I mean, he might not, but you haven't shown him, (laughs) like normal good stuff so (laughs) wow how could you that is incredibly mean (laughs) you should be ashamed of yourself (laughs) wow yeah that that was a saga i didn't know i needed because uh, i actually did not need it it was very awkward for me it was very cringe, but I was laughing the whole time. I was like, I can't believe she's acting like this. Yeah, it just, it, it it boggles the imagination to a certain extent because, and maybe, I'm going to get, some, I'm going to get real deep here for a moment, if you'll bear with me. It felt very strongly of parasocial relationship, which is, essentially having this perceived relationship with someone that you 100% actually don't have a relationship with. So like if you 
we're like, oh, I'm basically super close to random person on YouTube. Or like <laughs> me and George Clooney, we're like best buds. But I've never met George Clooney and he has no idea who I am. And it would be insane for me to believe this. But we live in a in a world with all this media and and celebrity and avenues for this stuff to manifest itself. And it it's very uncomfortable and it's also a little bit dangerous for people's mental health as well. Because it's like you this came out of nowhere. You don't know him at all why why should he give you any more of a chance than he gives any other person here why why do you feel so strongly that like he is just completely missing out and is such this devast is a devastating thing to get that rejection when this I, is I don't the know. first night this is very confusing. I wonder if alcohol played a part in that too. Oh, alcohol doesn't play a part in any of the drama that happens on this <laughs> show. All these people are 100% sober all the time. Didn't didn't you know this is a dry show? All mm -hmm. of that champagne you see, it's actually grape grape juice. Is it? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, it's just fizzy drink. It's just it's carbonated soda. That's it. <laughs> Yeah, I I feel I feel for her because that is a very strange and painful level of attachment to grow in such a short period. Yeah, I mean, we kind of see that to some extent with some of the other people who got eliminated also just mm -hmm. like they're crying like Holland was pretty upset. Like I wanted like a a husband and kids and like I'm like this isn't this isn't, this isn't the even, end. And this isn't even the right place for that. No, it really isn't. <laughs> like, why are we, why are we still pretending? Why? And I know right, the show suspension of disbelief, but why are we even still pretending that? Like, if that's what you really want, go like join a group, like a community group on meetup and play tennis with people every week and find a husband that way or get a matched uh, I keep throwing out these brand names to get, get a, a, a dating profile <laughs> on one of the sites or like join a group or go kidnap somebody like I don't know like something that has more chance of success than this if that's what you yeah. really want so we saw Christina, Charity, Bailey, Jess, Genevieve, Davia, Allie, Brooklyn, Katie, Anastasia, Kylie, Gabby, Catherine, Mercedes, Ariel, Victoria, Kimberly, and Kat get roses. And we previously had the first impression rose, as we mentioned, go to Greer and Brianna, 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 yeah. Brianna. Yep, Brianna's oh, safe as well. That up every single time. She got America's first impression rose. So what is that, like 19 people, something like that? A lot. Still so many. Yeah. I don't have enough RAM in my head to remember all of these names. I mean, well, it'll be easier as it goes along. I mean, what, would you think we're going to lose another, like, six or something at the next rose ceremony? Mm, I don't think six. Uh, <laughs> I got to drag this out for the required number of episodes. I, I am I am probably the complete opposite of any sort of demographic they're trying to reach. I'm always like, we need to pare this down as quickly as possible. Let's just get this over with. Like, why don't you just get rid of... 25 of them the first night and then we can spend a couple weeks getting know the rest of them and boom done <laughs> but nobody <laughs> takes my efficiency suggestions seriously which no. is understandable because they would completely ruin the show but at least then i would be free oh well 
So, man, get a little bit of a short episode here because there weren't any massive revelations, massive drama, just a pretty standard opening episode for Bachelor Nation. Pretty low, low drama besides poor, poor Madison. I feel like Zach handled himself pretty well. He was like a good sport with all the things the girls were throwing at him. Mm -hmm. He also doesn't seem quite as boring as he did on Rachel's season. (laughs) So hopefully that continues. I mean, I wouldn't count on it. And here's here's the thing. I, I, I don't want to pretend that I hate all these people and that they're awful. There are some people that I don't like, but most people are fine. The problem that we end up having with the show, at least from my perspective, is it seems like production just erases any trace of personality so much of the time. Yeah. And that that goes for just about everybody to a certain extent, but I think that's especially applicable when we're talking about the leads and potentially the male leads in particular. There's a lot of just like, oh, all we need to know is he's a man. That's it. Looking for a wife. (laughs) Yeah, a man looking for a wife. He's a fine man. You'll have to take our word for it because we are not going to show you anything of substance about him, which I think was... Um, a big complaint that Matt James had, right? Oh Was yeah, that, like he's very like goofy and animated on social media, but we barely got any of that on no, his it's season. Just, just serious, stern face. Yes. <laughs> or I mean, even you see that like the that it it just goes to show you how wonderful the show could be if they included more of this. But like, I still remember, right michelle doing push-ups as an end tag because mm-hmm. <laughs> that actually shows some personality and you go oh wow this person is actually kind of interesting or and- like the the key the kegels oh lord have mercy seen from you forgot about the that. end of this one <laughs> like those are better moments than but they don't they don't push the push the story lines and the arcs forward in the way that they want them to. And so that stuff gets sacrificed in service of the larger objectives and storylines, which I personally would argue is is potentially a reason that we have these conversations about the uh, just the state of the show going forward and how long it's potentially going to last and last in the face of all of these other threats from you know shows that have some men that aren't super jacked and they have you know some women that have curves or, you know, just just different body types and show more of that personality. Um, I just think it, it may be a bit of a changing times thing where what people relate to in general is a little bit different, but I don't know. That's, that's a complaint we, we have. It's like, we want to actually, know a little bit about these people you know i i i have a hard time believing that you know zach isn't at least a bit boring but maybe he's not as boring as we think but will we ever know that probably not so sad sad days for sampy sad days for group (laughs) dates and hot takes do you have a kiss count I do, and this is really, this is, this is testing my spirit, I have to tell you. (laughs) It's so hard to keep count because 
things. Like these people are just the the Bachelor franchise is a huge fan of just machine gun kisses. Well, which is smooch, 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 smooch. Well, usually, like I count it as like. I mean, this is all like subjective, but it's like, all arbitrary. Like if they if they haven't pulled apart to me, that is still like one, even if that was like multiple. In like I don't know. Yeah, I so it's all it's all chaos. All I can use is my best judgment, which isn't very good. And uh, I have I have twenty five because there was a a good amount of separation here. Okay. And if any of you have an issue with that. I don't care (laughs) (laughs) because the these these metrics are not well defined and I do the best I can and it hurts my soul having to do these analyses every episode where I'm like "Mm, I don't know is that one kiss or is that four kisses it keeps you keeps you involved. Ugh. <laughs> and I want to be involved. <laughs> no, it's it's just it's all fun and games, and we enjoy having these conversations, even if I do cry sometimes after watching the episodes from all of the <laughs> cringe. Has any? Has any breaking news happened since we've been recording? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> no, no craziness. Okay, well, uh, in that case, how can people get in contact with us? How can people engage? Uh, you can follow us on Instagram, TikTok, or. Yeah, those three. <laughs> At Group Dates Podcast. Are you okay? Yes, I just lost track mm. in my head. <laughs> Look, we have we have brain farts sometimes <laughs> on this show. Normally, I cut them out if they're super bad, but I don't think I'm going to cut that one out. <laughs> well, that's all that I have, I think. Christy is out of material as well. So you know what that means. We will talk to you all later this week for another episode of Married at First Sight. little spoiler alert. I think we are going to have a special guest join us. So stay tuned for that. Ooh. (laughs)